0: girls gone wad this is joy and it's Claire. this is episode 163 this episode is sponsored by Four athletics for athletics.com f-o-u-r athletics Dot com. We love for athletics. You guys heard them on the podcast at the games. If you remember that episode, if you haven't listened to that episode, we highly recommend because they're, they're
1: so, so fun. fun. They are so fun. They are just like the nicest people and they are super, super passionate about bringing an awesome product to you guys. And super super passionate about hearing your feedback and about taking on all- yes. And like the cool thing is that it's a small enough company that if you go to them and are like hey I love this but I'd love to see it in this color or hey I didn't love the way this fit or whatever they totally you know take that and turn around and go straight back to their manufacturer and you know really love your feedback and really value any and all comments that you have for them and they're just the best
0: they're CrossFit box owners so they know what CrossFitters need, and they're all very active, and they're all very handsome, may I say. They have the new soul tank. May it's a, I say. It's a new uh, loose-fitting tank. So yeah, Claire's excited about this one. It's available in Oatmeal, and they've sold out of all the other colors, but they, I think they're getting some new colors. So just check their website, because they, like uh, we describe every time, is that they are crowdfunded. And so Claire, give the spiel on that, because you're so
1: good at it. <laughs> So you can go back and listen to the bonus episode we did with them to that explains their business model and explains why they do it this way. And like kind of the ins and outs, if you're still confused, but if you think about it more like a pre-order, basically they pre-order like a whole batch at a time so that they can go back and just submit the whole batch for order. And that way they don't have to keep up an inventory and they don't have to use like, you know, a third party warehouse or anything like that. And so they're able to bring you super, super low prices, like with the discount, um, with a, if you use the code Gigi. You can get the Soul Tank for less than $30. And this is, I mean, highly on par with all of the top athletic brands that you're going to be finding. Highly. The quality is unbelievable, so you guys really need to go check this out. According to our latest Intel, they will be getting black and white soul tanks up for pre-order aka crowdfunding within the next few days and so yes. for by the Athletics, time this airs it should be up yes for athletics.com we heard you guys loud and clear that some of you wanted to see a black option and you know for all of you guys who posted you know i want to see a black or a navy they do have black available now for all of you purists they also are going to have white available and these tanks are just to die for so
0: hit it up the discount code and to support the podcast and let them know that we sent you is GGW, that's com. F-O-U-R-athletics.com. This week, Claire and I are going to just be catching up. We haven't done this in a while, probably since before the games. We've had a lot of guests on, and so we're just going to do a uh, nice little Joy and Claire sesh.
1: Hey guys, um, I'm pretty sure we actually did an episode like this right when we got back from the games because you just like flipped out the whole time about how excited like, you were about the games.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. Um, let's see. And then when we got back, I did some bonus episodes. We uh, uploaded some of the bonus episodes. And then um, the Shane Farmer episode for Athletics Which, Guys.
1: By the way, guys, the reason that Joy was like so flipping out during that Shane Farmer episode, I wasn't even there at the games yet. So everyone was like, "Claire, why didn't you say anything?" I was not physically there.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Why do did they think that I just like had you on lockdown the whole time?" Right, Claire. <laughs> hush. No. Don't talk. You're not allowed. Uh, which was why I was so out of control with Shane Farmer. So, so we're. <laughs> I'm a little overwhelmed by the number of questions we got for this episode, and uh, we're going to try and cover them all. If we don't get to your question, we promise we'll do it on a future episode. We read every single comment you write. We read everything except for sometimes we miss things on our website, so I apologize if you've reached <gasps> out to us via our oh website God.
1: comments. Oh, my I figured I it out. I feel so
0: bad. Yeah, no, what? No,
1: I figured it out. You want to know where those go? Where? Into my, like, colorado.edu college Wow, uh, because oh, is it WordPress? 100 years ago, yeah. when I set up my very, very first WordPress account, that's the email address it was under. And somehow when I bought when I like downloaded the plugin, that is our contact form that's the info that got populated and so not only does it go to that address it goes to the spam folder of that address which I literally never checked
0: no wonder and
1: so now so it's like a
0: deep dark hole of
1: nothingness it's been a deep dark hole so I really apologize I did try to get back to a couple of people um, this week who I, who I finally found it and was like oh god and so I apologize if you've tried to contact us on our contact form and this whole time I'm like wow really no one's using the contact form okay whatever like we're supposed to get an email but okay and then turns out Joy goes back and is like uh, we have like we a have lot of a really lot. important <laughs>
0: yeah yeah. yeah, we had some pretty important ones that I really apologize if we missed you. So we're going to be better about checking those. But yeah. So uh, we did a call out for for questions this week and topics just to kind of catch up with you guys. And I think at this point, we really just enjoy hearing what you guys want to hear. And it really feels like we're here talking to you as well. So <laughs> where do you want to start, Claire?
1: Let's just start with a therapy hat. I think let's just dive right into it. Do you have one? you have one loaded up? Yeah. So... Um, I'm just, I'm not going to use
0: names on a lot of the therapy hat ones. Just, I mean, even if you posted it with your name, just for the sake of uh, that's just kind of where I go when I do therapy hat stuff. Um, So someone wrote, I have PTSD. I go to therapy for it. But I honestly think that my CrossFit workouts are as therapeutic, maybe more so as therapy sessions. My therapist agrees, but knows nothing about CrossFit. There are days when my body isn't feeling like a workout, but my anxiety says do Murph. Any tips to balance (laughs) the two? any tips to balance the two would be greatly appreciated so first and foremost i you know as we're talking about therapy how stuff and i i know you guys already know this but i'm just going to say it again is that you know this is just a show so don't take the advice as like a medical professional even though i am practicing in that field in my daily life this is not the replacement of that so she says she has ptsd and she goes to therapy but the crossfit is as therapeutic as the therapy sessions. There's, if there's days, I, I think you're kind of like mel- meshing the two. So it would keep them separate. Is One doesn't have to do with the other necessarily. So if you're just not feeling it, just listen to your body and don't let working out come from a place of anxiety or from a place that you have to do it. And I think taking care of yourself is the best thing that you can do overall. It doesn't matter if it's a workout. It doesn't matter if it's going for a walk. It doesn't matter if it's talking to a friend. So I just would encourage you to Listen to what feels good for you on that day. And and I already kind of feel like you're putting rules around it. Like, well, I should be, you know, I see CrossFit as a therapy or a, a tool for my PTSD. Sure. And it's also a tool for just kind of overall balance and overall well-being. Um, your therapist doesn't have to know anything about CrossFit in order to understand that whether or not you're taking care of yourself is kind of like a big picture.
1: I think too, like me, you know, it sounds like maybe therapy and CrossFit right now are the only two tools in your toolbox. And so, you know, maybe try to find a third or fourth or fifth, you know, whatever option. And that maybe is not either a quite as structured or be quite as specific. So it's not like either you're working out or you're going to therapy and like anything else outside of that. So like, you know, you do have sort of like a rest day option. Maybe that's, you know, meditating or going for a walk or, you know, doing something else that, while I totally agree that CrossFit can be very helpful when it comes to anxiety and when it comes to giving yourself some space to get out of your head, there are other things that do that too, that are not so physically demanding. So I would definitely encourage you to look into some of those things and, you know, it's going to be some trial and error. And I think, you know, like I have definitely personally had to kind of like redefine my persona in that way a little bit, because I always was like, Oh, I'm not the type of person who does who meditates, which I'm still not the type of person, but like, oh, I'm not the kind of person who journals or any of that kind of thing. Cause I just thought it was like hokey and stupid. And then it was like, you know what, if that's like what I need in my life though, I can't just define the, like, that's just not going to work for me. Cause I'm not that type of person. Exactly. That's not, that's not a real reason to not do something. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Exactly. So I would say to kind of separate the two and listen to your body. If it's not feeling like it, do something else and have something else in your toolbox. That's really good advice. Um, the next one Therapy hat, what is your best advice for techniques for dealing with periods of stress? In your life like getting laid off starting a new job and planning a wedding in the same year my goodness i've continued to work out which helps a ton but i'm feeling like i need some non-physical acti- activity coping mechanisms so that it can unclench my jaw and relax my shoulders from my ears you know i think we've talked about this before especially with nutritionists and and even athletes on our show is that exercise in and of itself is a stress on the body. So Mm -hmm. while it can be stress relieving, I really, and I've been reading a lot about this lately, just again, this is nothing that we're, we don't already know, but it's more along the lines of looking at the big picture of stress in your life and evaluating and almost like doing an inventory of how much stress is currently taking place in your life. And this doesn't have to be forever. So look at it, look at it as a phase of, You know, right now in my life, I've got a pretty big load of stress. I'm just saying that I'm not saying me personally, but I'm just like Mm -hmm. saying for everyone in general to kind of do an inventory and say, you know, stress can be a lot going on in the day. It doesn't have to be, you know, stress emotionally. It can just be a, a busy day that's stressful, that can be stressful. So I would really encourage you to look at the big picture of how much you're dealing with in a day. Look, you have all these big life things going on getting laid off starting a new job planning a wedding that happened to me within two months as well like i had three huge life events happen within the same 30 days and that whether or not you are an emotional person per se like if you're you know some people can handle things better than others emotionally that's still just a stressful thing. That's still your yeah. body processing situation. So I would encourage you, I, it's interesting to me, this, but not at all surprising that this community uses exercise to cope with stress, but I really would go back to that thing of, let's look at all the stress in your life and kind of take it down a notch and mm-hmm. not, I think our go-to is to stress about whether or not we worked out, right? And so it's like, oh, but that's my stress relief. Well, if you're stressing about whether or not you worked out, you're just adding more stress. So um look at let's let's take a step back let's look at the big picture going for a walk is just as fine see what expectations you're putting on yourself and i think we can fall into that trap too so if it's like i didn't run 10 miles today uh you probably need to take a step back and be like hey i got out and i walked the dog that's awesome
1: well and i also think too like coming from somebody who literally all within the same week at the beginning of june Started a new job, put miles in daycare full-time, and Brandon started school. We went from being a stay-at-home family 100% of the time in May, which somehow happened, to every single person out of the house eight hours a day in June, and it was nuts. It was like, we did not know heads from tails. We did not, you know, like, our entire routine was completely dissolved. And I think, you know, you said that you've been able to keep working out, which is great, and I think, you know, we were just talking about, like, find some more tools in your, in your toolbox. But I also think it's really important to kind of, like, like for me, you know, I. I did kind of have that one thing where it was like, okay, as long as I've accomplished this one thing today, I'm going to feel good about myself. And so every day that looks a little bit different, but a lot of times it, for me personally was hitting my macros or it was like, okay, I'm, you know, today's gonna be crazy. I didn't have time to pack a lunch last night. My one thing today is going to be, I'm going to do my hair. And you know, it kind of like setting those little tiny checkpoints of like, okay, Everything else may be a total shit show today and I may not feel like I recognize my life at all right now, but I can accomplish this one little thing and that's going to get me until tomorrow. You know, like when you really get into like the thick of it of like, oh my gosh, like I was just saying, like, I don't even recognize my life type of a situation. Like just setting those little tiny checkpoints can really be helpful. Bring it on. Next question.
0: A writer says, I found you right after I had bariatric surgery and started CrossFit. With this drastic lifestyle change over the last two years and focusing on my health, I can't help but feel guilty when I make my workouts and food prep a priority over other things. I find myself not maintaining the intensity of former friendships because I'm not drinking anymore. And she says in parentheses, there's a strong correlation with alcoholism and bariatric surgery. And honestly, it doesn't fit into the lifestyle I've made for myself. I even find myself being distracted at work because I'm thinking about the workout I'm going to do that evening. Is it selfish to be concentrating this much on yourself? I feel like I'm finally starting to get happy with my body and mind, but I can't help but feel like I'm starting to fade away from former parts of myself or that I'm losing focus. Um, she also wrote, uh, just as an FYI, left is oh, she posted some pictures and she sent some pictures with this email. And the right is her at almost 400 pounds. And then there's another photo of her doing this badass CrossFit competition in June. So nice. you're amazing. You know who you are. And that is an incredible email
1: you know, during your life, you're going to have changes where your priorities shift and there's no reason to feel guilty about that, especially if that priority is shifting to yourself. And I think that for a lot of people, you know, I don't know if she, you know, have a family or, you know, have been focused on your career in the past or whatever, but like, I think it can feel really weird. And especially for women, when all of a sudden it's like, you're focusing on yourself and sort of, we're not, as a culture, women aren't really brought up to do that. We're, we're definitely brought up to focus on the needs of others. And so when you get to a point in your life where it's like, actually, I'm focusing on myself now, it can feel really uncomfortable. But I don't think that means that there's anything wrong with it. And in fact, I think it's actually a really good thing. I don't think there's any reason to feel guilty about moving away from other things in your life that don't serve you anymore. You know, and I I I don't mean like, you know, it's time to cut ties unnecessarily. But at the same time, like if there's something in your life that there's really no purpose for it to be a part of your life anymore then so be it
0: what comes to mind is andy mitchell's book Uh, it was me all along and when we interviewed her she was on a previous episode i want to say it was like i don't know 20 episodes ago um andymitchell.com I believe is her website and she has a couple books out and they're pretty incredible one is a biography and the other one is a cookbook it's I believe uh eating in the middle and she's just a lovely 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 person and she lost almost episode
1: 134
0: thank you Mm -hmm. she lost almost 200 pounds and um what comes to mind as I was reading this email too is that your entire life really shifts and the the priorities shift but you are still dealing with everything emotionally that you went through and she's recently andy mitchell has recently written some really incredible emotional blog posts i encourage you guys all to check that out just about that journey and motivation and also your identity and who you are and finding out who you are um it, it, i think a lot changes when you go through something that intense with your health and so of course that's going to feel like well now that i'm fo- like, you know how did you focus on yourself before you probably didn't put a huge priority, um, on your health and fitness. Maybe you did, I don't know, but just to kind of evaluate those things now that just because you're getting healthy and doing a lot of self-care, that's a really, really beautiful thing. And so I would really encourage you to continue to, um, just work through those feelings. I think guilt is a very common emotion above among all of us and that putting the focus on ourselves, like you said, Claire, is like, we're not really brought up to be like, you know, it's all about me. And it's not that. It's just that you're dealing with a lot of things that are, look, it's, it has to be a lot of hard work to recover from something that intense, right? So my, I imagine at this time, it's going to be a lot of change and that I would hope that the friends around you can support that and understand totally. that. So selfish, not at all.
1: Yeah. And I would also like to say for the record, I spend a lot of time thinking about my workouts <laughs> during the day especially if there's like one that I'm particularly fearing or looking forward to. I spend a lot of time during the day thinking like, okay, here's how I'm going to approach this workout. Okay, you know, and like to me that's all part of the process. <laughs> and I also would say that if CrossFit is somewhat new to you, that it comes and goes. That sort of like when I for the first year I did CrossFit, I thought I thought about it constantly and I would like get nervous every time I drove to the gym and like all day I'd be thinking about it and then like you know, there were some years where it was like I didn't, you know, I kind of just showed up, whatever, and it kind, of just, it'll ebb and flow.
0: I was thinking about that this morning because I was like, man, I, I'm really dedicated to the sport. I really love it. I really enjoy doing it. It really is a therapy for me. But when we swing into that other side too of feeling guilty or feeling selfish it's like well there's feeling guilty that you miss a workout but there's also feeling guilty that you're like putting like investing in yourself when maybe other things are suffering now there definitely is a pendulum swing of when you're like missing events or going to you know not going to a dinner because you're too afraid to you know eat the food that's there whatever i think that's you know that's that's go back and listen to our nutritionist episodes with with uh, natalia and lisa (laughs) So I, I thank you for that question. We thank you for that question. I also want to read really quick because I have our emails pulled up when she says, I want to let you know how much I enjoy your podcast. This is just kind of like a shout out. And I just want to acknowledge people who write us nice emails. Thank you so much. The ones uh, she says, the ones when you have a nutritionist are especially great. I was listening to them and realizing that my relationship with food had become unhealthy I had a sneaking suspicion, but your podcast helped me get into action. I'm now doing my macros and have found that it's helping me stay fueled properly. So I'm sleeping better, no sugar crashes and crazy cravings. And these are things where we're like, when we do have nutritionists on, I feel like I love having those conversations, just like especially since we've had Sarah on too, that people are giving feedback of like, it just feels a little bit looser and a little more balanced. And that's kind of, I think what Claire and I are going for too. So
1: yeah, we always love getting messages that about, you know, either anything that we say or do, Anytime that it helps you have clarity about something in your life, we you know, whether it's positive or negative or sideways or upside down or whatever it is, it, it's, it is a big deal to us because, yeah. you know, like, I know we always kind of joke about this, but it's true. Like, you know, it is still hard for us to wrap our heads around the fact that there are thousands of people listening to this every week. And, you know, the fact that we can have an impact on people's lives just kind of by sitting here and shooting the shit. Um, it means a lot to us. I,
0: I just thank you for taking the time, you guys. Thank mm-hmm. you for taking the time because I know everyone is so busy and just it really warms my heart whenever we get emails and I can sit and read your words and I don't know. It just means a lot that you actually take the time and, and write us. So thank you everyone who's done that. Next question. I think we're gonna go a little bit lighter now, Claire Bear. Did you see the limbo that I posted just now?
1: Uh yes I did. How I'm amazing so is excited. that?
0: I bet you did. Do you think they heard and then they just stole your idea?
1: Obviously, that's what happened. That's clearly what happened because otherwise, I'm the only person to ever
0: (laughs) ever think of that. Oh my gosh! Uh, So so excited though. Okay, so we have a question from Jacqueline. What's your biggest CrossFit box pet peeve, Claire? Yeah, I'll go with mine right now. I have two. (laughs) I have. I cannot stand when people drop the bars. Which oh my gosh.
1: Oh, it hurts my body when that happens.
0: Which there's been a couple gyms I've been to where I think it was when I was in Austin and I was at CrossFit Central and they dropped the bar- bars all over the place. And I was like, man, you were like the first CrossFit gym. Yeah, one of the first. And they had like no qualms about dropping the bars. And I was looking around like, is no one going to stop this madness? Oh my God. But uh, maybe they oh. like have secret bars oh, <laughs> that don't God. like, I don't know, that don't oh, get ruined no. when you do that. But uh, so... That. That's hurts. one of my pet peeves. And then the other one, I cannot stand when people don't. We have like little mini whiteboards for tracking our workouts. Oh, yeah. Um, and I hate when people don't wipe them off when they're done with them. <laughs> it drives me crazy. That's really It funny. drives me crazy. And I think I've noticed I've become more OCD when I'm at the gym now. Ever since I started coaching, like back when I was coaching last year, yeah, I think once you're a coach, you start to notice, notice things around the, the gym that you're like, pick that up.
1: Yeah. Um, one of my biggest abuse is when people sit on wall balls.
0: Oh, I can't stand that either. Oh, oh man, you're, yeah. you're
1: ruining the wall ball. Stop sitting. You're on the ruining wall it. Ball. Ugh, it just like makes it all imbalanced. And then that's why it falls in my face. It's your fault. because you sat on the wall ball clearly. Yeah. Not my fault that, at all. Cause we're not being able to catch the wall ball.
0: Yeah. That, and it, it breaks it and then sand yeah, flies in your mouth exactly. and you don't want Ugh. sand flying in your face.
1: And then it also bothers me when people aren't like aware of their own space during a warm up or a workout where it's like. OK, I get it if you're like, you know, kind of crowded, but you need to like you need to take care of your you need to take care of yourself. You need to take need care to of like, yourself.
0: You need to be aware. You
1: need to own your shit. Yeah. And it's like you can't just like be all over the place or, you know, and it just bothers me when it's like this is my space. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like dirty dancing space. when he's like, this is my space. This is your space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't come in. Don't come in here. But yeah, it's I think as I feel a little bit snarky when I start talking about this stuff because I'm like, well, I've been doing CrossFit for a long time and like little things will really bother me, but I cannot mm-hmm. stand when like there was this one person who shall not be named a while ago that would just come in and dump her stuff in the middle of the room. And I'm, I was like, does she not know there's a locker room? Like her stuff would uh, literally literally be literally. right. Literally her, her big, big ass duffel bag would be right by the weights. I'm like have I to, have to walk. There's to like get, a whole there's area. A, there's
1: a whole area.
0: Yeah. So please be aware of your stuffs. And uh yeah, I'd say good CrossFit etiquette is just be aware.
1: It also bothers me when and I do this and so I'm like hesitant to even say this, but like when people are, are really it bothers me when people talk when the coach is talking. I don't mm-hmm. do that. I'm definitely a chatty Kathy if you're like, you know, we're doing like weights or something we're kind of like on our own time but I try really hard to not talk when the coach is talking and when people are just like having their own conversations I'm like, Ah-em, like uh, excuse yeah. me anyway, yeah whenever I, I was coaching I'd and- always call people out and be like um I'm talking
0: good Which, by the way, someone did have a question asking if we were coaching. I am currently not coaching just ever since I – and Claire's not either. uh, Ever since I took my management position, I just – I had to be realistic with my time. And I realized that I was needing the time to recharge. And I think you all know I'm an introvert. So I needed my hiding in the bathroom time. And I wasn't getting that as much
1: when I had other things going on. And I have not been coaching because uh, Brandon's schedule is – um not consistent and so i don't have the ability to commit to something that's at the same time every week and so it's just been you know his schedule changes right now it's like every 3 or 4 no every like five six or eight weeks it changes and like it's just not really worth it for me to try to like restructure my schedule around trying to coach every six to eight weeks so for right now Brandon's in school and his schedule is changing that much and because like before it didn't matter you know whether or not one of us is home but now obviously it does because Somebody has to watch my child. Yeah,
0: with with baby.
1: Turns out it's frowned upon to just like leave him in the car with like some music playing. Yeah,
0: that probably wouldn't be a good thing.
1: Not ideal.
0: Not ideal, but I I really do miss it. I have to say, I miss coaching Mm -hmm. and I find myself kind of getting a little coachy, coachy pants sometimes in the gym and I have to check that because I certainly do not want. I know most people don't care and I'm not obnoxious about it, but every once in a while with someone I know, They'll, you know, yeah. kind of give them a cue or I'll help them out. But oh, I, I have a
1: hard time too. a lot too. of people do that. I have a hard time too. And like, I really try to like verbalize, you know, like if I'm sitting there with a coach, like the other day, for example, like afterwards, after the workout, a girl kind of stayed behind and she was, we're trying to work on handstands and I was trying to give her some cues. And so like me and the coach were kind of coaching her. And I kind of kept saying like, I don't want to like overcoach you, you know, let me know if this is too much. Like, I, you know, I just like, or I'll preface it by saying like, Hey, can I give you some feedback on that move? And trying to be like, I don't like, because the other thing is, I don't know what the coach has is thinking for that person. You know, maybe it's like they're, you know, they know that athlete better than I do. And so they're like, you know, I'm not going to give them that cue that you're thinking of because I know from experience that for right now, that cue would just confuse them or whatever it is. And so I try to be really cognizant of that if I'm like actually in a class. But if I'm just sort of like hanging out at the gym and like it's open gym or whatever, I definitely will. Or if somebody's yeah. being unsafe, I, I definitely, and like, oh, I do that right all there. the time. I, I will definitely yeah. step in and say, like, you need to keep your core tight or you need to, you know, whatever. That to me, I feel like I can't, I can't not do that.
0: Yeah. We had a new guy. Well, I guess I'm not going to say I don't I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But there was just a situation where I was like, the scene is not safe. The scene is not safe. (laughs) And so I was kind of like, you need to watch this person because I'm a little scared about what he's about to do. But yeah. Yeah, The the next question is favorite wine ever. Ever? I can answer that right off the bat. Please do. I do not. Please do. So I have two. One is very expensive and one is not expensive. One is the prisoner. Anything from Orange Swift is phenomenal. O R I N Swift, like T Swift, but Orin Swift. I wonder if they're related. But yeah, it's phenomenal <laughs> probably, wine, but it's probably. very it's very expensive. And then I would say on the, the more affordable option that I will drink more often is Infinite Monkey, which Infinite oh, Monkey yeah. Theorem which is a Colorado wine. It's a Denver wine. And it's, it's, uh, I have to first, first and foremost, first and foremost, everyone apologize for the drunk snaps I've been doing lately.
1: <laughs> uh do not apologize because they are amazing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that that's like 90% of why Snapchat was created was so that you can drunk snap. And then like uh, 24 hours later, it's like, it never happened. Oh
0: my gosh. It's so funny. And I'm like, afterwards I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever. It's not like I'm sloppy. Like, in my 20s or something. But it's so funny. I uh, went, we went on a wine tasting. Uh, oh my
1: gosh. You at got Infinite my- drunk. I got and, so And drunk. you were like drunk texting me, which is the best ah! thing about it. It was like, ah! Ah! I was seeing your drunk snaps and I was getting your drunk texts. I was <laughs> just like, <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! I got so... and I don't. I just don't drink a lot. So here's the thing: I think with wine tastings, if you want to get me plastered, just take me to a wine tasting because they're such little sips, but it just goes down so easy because they're like small. You've had like five glasses of wine,
1: and you like yeah, and I'm like.
0: But normally, if you give me one glass of wine, I, I don't know if it's just like mental, but as I, after I drink one glass of wine, I'm like, ugh, like my body will not ingest anymore. I have, yeah. I have you know, a, a strong off button. My body just goes, no, I'm done. And when we were at this wine tasting, I just kept tasting more and it was a hot day and it was just, just a. I was with my family and we were having a great time and oh my gosh, we got to dinner And we sat down. So we went and did this wine tasting before dinner, of course, like kind of quasi empty stomach. And then afterwards I sit down at dinner and I'm like, you know, what just hits you. You're like, holy shit, I am wasted. And I'm not saying anything because my parents are there and like, not that they would care, but I didn't want to be all of a sudden like, you guys, I'm so drunk right now. And then like the next day I told Scott, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so drunk. Did I not seem drunk? He's like, not at all. But it was so funny because the next day I was like, oh my gosh, I was really drunk at dinner. I don't even remember what happened. Oh
1: my gosh. And then,
0: of course, drunk snaps have to happen. But that happened also in Arizona this past weekend. And I was just, it was so funny. So Infinite Monkey Theorem is my favorite wine. uh, And then the Orange Swift. Do you have any favorites? I would say also if it's uh, like a Riesling, I like Kung Fu Girl good one
1: i don't really
0: you're not much of a drinker are no, you?
1: no like, i'm not a drinker and like i just am not like we you know tend to like have a bottle of wine in the house type of thing but i don't have like a go-to wine brand at least like i don't have like a go-to like vineyard or whatever like i like white wine i like you know pinot grigio and chardonnay pretty basic white girl situation here i'm gonna order like if i go out to a restaurant i'm either ordering some sort of like gin cocktail or i'm ordering a glass of white wine <laughs> But I don't have, like, a brand that I, like, I'm like, oh, that one. I okay. just buy, as yeah. long as it's under, like, $20 or $25, maybe, if I'm feeling fancy. It's pretty much fair game. And I tend to pick my wine based on label art.
0: I remember you posted that once. Yeah, yeah,
1: which a lot of people, you know, that, I feel like that's a pretty decent way to go about it. It's served me well so far.
0: Favorite Noosa. I haven't really been on the Noosa train since I did macros, but my mom swears that the salted caramel is phenomenal.
1: I still Are you still this- doing Noosa? I do sometimes. We like we probably have one in the house right now. But I think my favorite is either coconut or lemon. Just like sticking with the basics. So good.
0: Oh, my gosh. The lemon one is just to die for.
1: That's what lemonade with protein uh, powder. is like. Tell oh, me yeah.
0: Everyone's like on this kick in our Facebook group. It's because it's delicious. Um, so tell, her, tell the listeners what you're talking about.
1: So when Sarah was on the podcast last week, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. She was talking about like that carb drink that you wanted, the carb slash like protein drink you want to drink kind of like before and during your workout. And so what I do is eight ounces of lemonade and two scoops of vanilla protein powder. And like everyone's always like, what protein powder do you use? I just use whatever is on sale. So right now I have like biochem, I think. I try to get at least 20 grams of protein per serving because otherwise I just have to drink too many scoops. It's not worth it. It's delicious. Tastes
0: like a lemonade. It
1: tastes like a lemon noosa. It tastes like lemon custard.
0: I saw someone do orange Gatorade and vanilla like a
1: a creamsicle. creamsicle.
0: So play around with it. We want to hear your concoctions, everyone. This one, I really like this question. The biggest lesson you've learned over your time doing the podcast?
1: I feel like we've answered, I maybe have like, we've talked about this thing before because the first thing that comes to my mind, I think we've talked about Which is that I think my biggest, the biggest thing I've learned is like anything you're going through, someone else can relate to it. And whether or not they're going through the exact same thing, really like, you know, in anything I've ever talked about where I, I felt super like vulnerable about it. Like when, especially when I talked about like postpartum depression or, you know, talked about anything like where it was just like, I can't even believe I'm talking about this because everyone's going to think I'm crazy. Those are the episodes where people mm-hmm. come out of the woodwork and are like, thank you so much for talking about this. I've, I felt that way too. You know, when we talk about anxiety, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, are people going to listen to this and just think that we are crazy? You know, those are really the episodes where we get the most feedback and the most people saying like, you know, I'm so glad you're talking about this. I'm so glad you're, you know, making me feel like I'm normal for having, for going through this also. And I think that's been my biggest thing is like just learning that even in this, you know, somewhat this little co- CrossFit microcosm, there are so many people who are going through what you're you know a type of thing that you're going through that like all you have to do is just one tiny little olive branch and you know somebody is going to be somebody's going to be there to you know either just like at the very least commiserate with you.
0: I think you and I talk about this all the time is we wanted we we set out to do this podcast because we had a good time doing it and we had an idea and we just thought it would be fun and no matter what we do moving forward, we stick to that. So it's not anything we do moving forward is always going to be, I mean, we may branch out on some things here and there, but anytime I question what we want to do with this show and how Claire and I approach it is, you know, does it stick to our personalities because yeah. that's really what matters the most is our, our personalities have to shine through with it because that's just how we've always wanted to cater the podcast. I, I would agree with you in that, in that, no matter what we're going through and to be genuine and to be authentic i think that's what people appreciate because that's what i appreciate when i'm hearing someone and i'm listening yeah. to podcasts and i listen to podcasts all the time i i would say that uh just kind of like from a business perspective is that we uh for us to learn to say no and for us to be okay saying no and for us to again like stay true with what fits with our brand so to speak is yeah is- and
1: i think also just like what fits with like what this podcast means. You know, and not not to say that this podcast isn't, like, a big part of our lives because, obviously, we do it every... We've been doing it every single week for over three years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, recently something came up where it was like are we gonna drop everything and
0: oh yeah 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 there was you know, a, like, there's a big something or other that will eventually and i hate when people do this on I podcasts well, i hate it to be
1: like, really, but, but like,
0: there was a it, situation it, that like uh, that it really like, pushed us to kind of go we have to drop everything and make this happen versus i was literally gonna like lose time with family to make something happen yeah
1: and it basically came down to like at the end of the day what's important to us is it You know, and and it like you were saying, it it comes back to, like, what's important to us, like, at our core and, like, of our values. And I think that is why the podcast, you know, why we've been able to continue doing it and why we, you know, continue to kind of come up with the content that we do. Because it does come back to that question of, like, what do we care about? But at the end of the day, sometimes the answer to that question is, like, what do we care about? And that isn't necessarily the podcast right now. You know, it's like, what do we care about? Maybe it's not, you know, dropping everything to, like, make this random thing happen it's
0: yeah but i also think that 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 in and of itself and making that decision is also protecting the podcast because totally yeah yeah I, it's like
1: it's it would be easy for us to, to like let it get carried away and, and yes it's like, the question we always 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 come back to is like, you know, at the end of the day, we're doing this because we love it. And we never want to get away from that focus.
0: Exactly. Because there's a lot of things that we can get distracted with. And even with interviews, we're very careful to pick interviews that we feel like will shine our personalities. And we're not going to, I mean, sometimes we can't predict that. But for the most part, we want to talk to people that will get our personality, that will have fun with us, that we're not going to be robotic. And it's not going to be I mean, it's just that is always what we're looking for. I mean, look, every single crossfit a- crossfit athlete has been interviewed by all the big crossfit podcasts out podcasts out there and we could easily just try and go through the same rigmarole and everyone's heard those interviews but now we're going to try and interview and i had to just kind of step back at one point and be like i don't really care to interview this person like this what really matters to right. us is that we're continuing to grow this community how do we grow this community and if people come along that fit our mission and and our personalities then great we're like emily abbott she's amazing she's yes. so much fun to talk I to Like
1: be her BFF.
0: yeah like that that's what we're going for and i think yeah. i talked to the wadcast guys at the games and scott mcgee and i were talking about this too and um look we could as far as goals and where we want it to go sometimes it's hard to ask that question because i'm like the pace that it's on right now is perfect for us we we mm-hmm. feel like it fits our life very well we can have some good balance you know, whether or not it's eventually going to be, become a full time job, that's not really a question we're asking ourselves at this point. And even Scott right. McGee was like, I think it's perfect right now. It's perfect because it's doable. And it's not to say that we're like, quote unquote, playing small, it's just more of like, I will always, no matter what we do, whenever Claire and I talk and plan, is like, are we still having fun with this? Yeah, we're still having fun. Like, it's still, and like, at the end of the day, the day that we can't
1: answer that question is the day the podcast ends. And it's, but and like, you know, while it's like, it's that simple, but it's also like, that's the reason it's kept going because it is that simple. And because we, and like, you know, I think the other thing is like, we've talked about this a little bit, but you know, yeah, we have been approached by some sponsors where it's like, maybe if we could piece these together, this could be our full time job. But at the end of the day, that then, create makes the podcast about something other than like now we owe someone else the podcast.
0: Exactly. You know, like
1: we owe content. We owe you know, like someone else has expectations for this outside of what our expectations are. And like, we're just not willing to do that. So, so that was a our long winded answer to your question, but I think right there. I, I know, right?
0: <laughs> Put that on a poster. Oh my gosh. That was a great question though. Cause it really, I, I think that's something that, and I have to just be honest here for a moment. I, every time we record still to this day, I get I get anxious, I get worried about what we're saying, is it gonna be helpful, is it gonna be meaningful? But um, I'm just constantly trying to keep in check of just what's really going on. Um, But I will say that talking into a microphone, just talking into the ethers is really difficult for me. But I show up and I do it because I love, 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 and we love the community. I know Claire and I talk about this all the time. We're like, I can't believe the email we just got. Like, we'll constantly just text each other. Can you, did you just read this email? Oh, my gosh. And you know who you are. Like, someone recently just wrote wrote us, like, an amazing email. It's, like, life-changing. Or you guys really helped me and changed my life. And we're like, what? Like, I'm just a girl with a microphone. Like, Like
1: Beyonce. (laughs) pretty much. We're just Beyonce. We're just Beyonce.
0: But yeah, so we love you guys. And we just hope to keep giving you good content that makes you smile and that keeps it real and keeps you coming back for more. Okay. Let's see. We have time for a couple more. Let's go with, I really want to answer this because bless her heart. Meredith says, I would love to start CrossFit, but I've been scared to step into a box being a competitive powerlifter for so many years. So basically my cardio is terrible. And I'm a bigger girl. I feel like I wouldn't fit in. I feel like I'm a secret CrossFit admirer, but I really want to be brave and try it. Any ideas on finding a good box, and also ways to be brave and overcome the fear of starting? Meredith, Meredith, Meredith. I have a feeling you're gonna walk in and crush the shit out of everybody. Oh my god! If
1: you're a powerlifter, <laughs> you're you're like ahead of everyone. Yes. Okay. Let me just paint the paint picture of you for you of pre CrossFit Claire. I could not run a mile before I started CrossFit, and never in my life had I run a mile in under ten minutes. I could not squat to full depth. I could not do a full pushup. I could not do, I mean, the first workout I ever did ever, this was a workout, a full workout was just one round of Tabata air squats. And I was sore for three days. Now I wouldn't even consider that a warmup, but that is the start. That is the point that I was at when I started CrossFit. I was so nervous. I walked in and I was like, whatever, I'm a rock climber. I'm a skier. I'm a raft guide. I'm totally fit. And the first day it was like, I like literally the first day TJ used me as an example of butt wink because my butt wink goes so bad.
0: Yeah. Me (laughs) too.
1: It was, I was not fit. I was not athletic. There was nothing about my background. I, I did not, I didn't even have an athletic background. Like my background, I always joke about this. I was in choir and student council. I literally had never played a team sport in my life. And like, I think I had run like a couple of 5k's maybe ever. I was not an athletic person (laughs) and I was the last person who you would look at and be like, this girl is going to make athletics and like this very intense sport, a major part of her life ever in a million years. Any one of my friends would have just laughed in your face if you had told them that like five years from now, I was going to, you know, have been sticking with this sport and I was going to be lifting weights and I was going to lift weights through my pregnancy and blah, blah, blah. Never. I'm just telling you that because everybody starts at zero when it comes to CrossFit. And if you're a power lifter, you already are not afraid of a barbell, which I literally had never touched a barbell before in my life before I got into CrossFit. And it's just like, if you've never done CrossFit before, it doesn't really matter what your background is because it's so different from everything else. And I also think, like, any gym that you're going to find that you like, first of all, the first thing I would do is go to their Facebook page and look at the pictures that they post. If they don't post, I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant to say this because Jay doesn't post anymore mm-hmm. that much. But, like, when I first started and I was looking for CrossFit gyms, the reason I picked CrossFit Jay was because they had he had all these pictures on there of, like, normal-looking people. And I was like, you know what? I can totally do this. If those are the people who work out there, like I, you know, those are normal looking people. The yeah. other
0: thing I would say along those lines that they don't post on their website is go to their Instagram page and look yeah, at their Instagram totally, photos. Totally, totally. Yeah, because you can get a really good feel of what their community is like.
1: And if you go into the gym and you know your first day or two there, if after three workouts you don't feel welcome, leave, go to a different gym.
0: Yeah, and someone actually did post that because they were like, I'm doing, finishing my on-ramp and it's just not clicking. I'm not feeling it. And you know what? I, it's like, it's like picking a therapist. If you don't feel the connection, if you don't feel the community being welcoming and you're kind of, yeah. you know, seeing the same people every day and being like, oh, like developing those happy relationships, totally, then just go somewhere else and try another gym. It doesn't mean that you have to like commit to the first gym you go to. I just I w- think it's so important. And, and, and I know not everyone has a location that's, you know, has like Fifty different right. gyms to choose from, so but that's another say, yeah, that's another I would problem.
1: Maybe let yourself get through on ramp and and like take you know two or three kind of classes with the full community because it can on ramp can be a little bit isolating and like the coaching, you know, a lot of times it, it's like very formula not like formulaic but it's so kind of like scriptive that it's kind of it can be kind of hard to get a feel so maybe let yourself get through on-ramp and but then here's the thing if you go to another gym and explain to the owner listen i went through on-ramp at another gym i took a couple of classes it wasn't a good fit for me they're not going to make you go through on-ramp again no so you no. know so it's I not like you have to that. go through that process every single time and yeah. literally all you have that's all you have to do any gym any other gym you go to after that all you need to explain to them is like you know i tried out this other gym I did the on-ramp, I did a couple classes, it wasn't a good fit, you know, I'd love to try out here, and that's all you need to say.
0: Don't look at the whole staircase, just take the first step.
1: And and, and every single gym that you go to, they want you to have a positive experience, yeah. and to be honest with you, if you don't feel like you're a good fit in the gym, it's not, you know in the long run, a benefit to both you and to them for you to find a gym that you like. Yes,
0: yeah, so go so do it and go then do report it. Back.
1: Go do it, go yeah. do it, go, go do it. Go Meredith,
0: go Meredith. And then I want you to write us and tell us how it was. So just like dive so in. So excited, do dive. it. And dive go off like, the dive buy board. yourself
1: some new leggings. Yeah, as, like a totally. Motivator.
0: And then snap us or tag us in your photos so we can see what a badass you really are.
1: Do it, do, do it. it, do it. Ah!
0: you guys have not talked about this in a real long time what are your goals and i had to address this because i feel like we're not no 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 no, wait 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 wait. no wait you're not letting me finish because i feel like we have to address that we haven't talked about that in a while but we're definitely not going to do all of our goals tonight because we have like five minutes but i like her question and i think it's something that we should definitely Circle back to, I again, all the questions we probably could make three episodes out of, but yeah. I just, I wanted to address, it was Ilsa actually, and uh, Andrea also said, she Hi, was gonna, Ilsa. Yeah, and Andrea said, I was going to post the same thing. How do you set goals? So I think if, here's what I want, what I wanted to bring this up too, is I want to know, and please write us on this, of how you set goals, if you set goals, so we can maybe just do like one big goals episode and also hear about how you guys approach goals do you set them do you stay with them because that's a big topic that i feel like ebbs and flows for us totally. and at this point in my life i will just say i will just say in general like at this point in my life i'm just trying to set like little daily goals like being yeah. grateful every day um, Mom Sandy taught me at the games to pick up a little bit of trash every day, so I'm trying to like be mindful of doing like little <laughs> things. And I swear we were joking, but we had the best karma at the games. I'm like, I swear it's all the trash we picked we picked up.
1: I'm so much from the text messages that I'm on, and I'm like, what the <laughs> are you guys talking about? Oh, I picked up some trash. It's gonna work out. I'm like, who? Totally, I'm so confused.
0: Yeah. So uh, one of her gurus said if you pick up three pieces of trash a day, it's just like good karma, right? So and Got and it. it's not it's not like you have to go around with a big garbage bag it's just if it's convenient so if i'm like walking jt and i see a plastic bottle and there's a trash can coming up i'll just pick it up and put it in the trash can so things like that so got it um so ilsa's question i think i love this topic i want to circle back to it in a future episode if you guys have some ideas of how you want this to be approached i would love 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 to hear it um and then she says Uh, Especially now that you've done WAG Each gone through a transformation of some kind So I think she's also referring to like goals around WAG So that's that's probably something we should address too Yeah Um, Kind of like that ongoing nutrition conversation with Sarah too
1: Yeah because I feel like last time Like we got a really good update from Sarah But we didn't talk a whole lot about The product like the progress that we're seeing Or not and you know like I think we've been posting A lot less about it on social media Sure So we just need to get better about that I just feel like do you guys really want to like See like the food I'm eating on Instagram every day Probably not
0: yeah. But they me, do. do. People me, do. do. People want to know what we're eating. Yeah. Weirdos. Wanna... Yeah, weirdos. Andrea's question kind of does a follow-up, which I think is really important to kind of go into because we face this all the time. Is just that lifelong question of how do you balance it all? But she's like, every day I want to say, I need to work on handstands or double unders and snatches. And especially because CrossFit is so robust with all the movements. And we talked a little bit about this with coach B of, Maybe pick one thing every day that you can do. This is Uh, the hardest question. I know. Maybe pick one thing you can do that's consistent that might be like your biggest weakness. But I also think that, For me right now, I have just been when I'm at the gym and it depends on how much time I have left before I have to run in the car and go to work is I go like, what is my body feeling today? And I will just like the first thing I think of, I do it. And is it going to be hugely well-rounded? Not all the time, but I'm just doing something like today, like lately I've been kind of into this handstand kick. So I'm just doing a couple minutes of handstands.
1: I think though, on the other hand, it can be like kind of tough to see results if you do it that way. And so my other, you know, like, I know that we, we've talked to Nicole Christensen about this where we were just like, how do you like keep it interesting? How do you continue? you know, like, there's a never ending list of things that you are supposed to be good at with CrossFit. And, you know, the thing that I like, think the feedback we've gotten, like from coaches who we've talked to about this has basically been like, you know, pick something that is reasonable for you and just stick with it and like, don't, you know run around so much, you know, like, so depending and that, you know, this is kind of, is like depending on your goals. So are you kind of just like, Oh, in general, I have a couple things I need to work on. Or are you like, I really want to get better at handstand walking, or I really want to get pull-ups. And the other thing to remember too, is like everything bleeds into everything else. And that's the beauty of CrossFit. And so it's like, if you really want to get better at pull-ups, guess what? Your core is going to get stronger and your shoulders are going to get stronger and that's going to bleed into your lifts. Or you, you know, do you want to get better at mobility? You know, whatever it is. I would say, like, try to pick kind of the most, I guess, like, basic kind of building block move that you want to work on and start with that. And then from there, you can get more and more skilled and more and more specialized. But, you know, for example, like, if you don't have handstand push-ups, maybe don't be trying to work on your handstand walk. Maybe start with handstand push-ups. Or if you don't have, you know, ring dips, don't maybe be trying to work on your muscle-up transition. You know, start working on your ring dips. And, you know, kind of, like, try to break it down. And try to figure out, like, okay, what's the most foundational move that I can pick in this progression and start there? You can we have... do one more? Really, really, really fast Okay, one. one more. One more. What
0: are your favorite Snap accounts that you like to look at? So we follow some people, but I'm not going to go through everyone. But I will say that there's, like, people that I speed through and there's people that I really like to watch.
1: Yeah, I still <laughs> – So I hope
0: you guys don't speed through ours.
1: To this day, Julie Bauer, one of my favorites. Her rants are so great. I love her. Her
0: rants are hilarious. Um, Julie Bauer. China Cho,
1: I love her. Mm -hmm. She's so cute. And her dad is like the cutest. And she always posts about her dad. Who else do we follow that I really like? I will
0: say that I also um, click on Katrin Davis Daughters in uh, Snapchat. Um, Although she does this one angle that drives me crazy. But I still love her. She always, like, holds the phone above her and, like, looks up at it. I'm like, you know that's a good angle. It's a good angle.
1: (laughs) Fine, Katrin. Just whatever you got to do. Okay, fine.
0: Um, And then for inspiration, I know this is the weirdest thing, and you probably noticed that we followed this chick. Um, Let me see if I can pull up her account. She's this, like, political... Cutie yes. who is that? she's so funny i got i think i got her off of like some cosmo website but she's like a political correspondent and her name's liz and i but she's wh- like adorable I, she is so funny so hold on let me see if i can pull up her actual um handle yeah, because there
1: are some people where i'm just like who is this?
0: oh person? my gosh i know and i'm like claire's gonna be like why are we following this person but her snaps are so funny and i mostly love to watch her for like snap spiration like,
1: she's freaking like the she's cutest, so like funny so adorable
0: so her name is Liz Plank, L-I-Z-P-L-A-N-K. Oh has my gosh, the cutest style, and the cutest style, and her snaps are hilarious. So just I thought hilarious. She was just like
1: some like cupcakes and cashmere situation.
0: Yeah, well, she kind of is, but I, I also love her too. I always look at E. Schumann, Emily Schumann. Yeah. E. Joy, S- Joy is actually
1: yeah. obsessed with Emily Schumann. Mm-hmm. So I do.
0: I am very obsessed with her. So hers is E. A-S-C-H-U-M-A-N is her handle. And those are probably like the top ones. Yeah, I do. I just, it's just, I like creativity. I like people who snap creative things. I don't yeah. always need to see like selfies and people just like,
1: working out I don't all know, time. whatever. And I think, I like like the fashion bloggers and stuff that we follow too because I feel like we like, it like branches out a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't love the Instagram Stories yet. I I mean, I think that's probably. I know you take were texting me about this
1: last night, Team Snapchat.
0: Yeah, Team Snapchat. I feel like my thoughts around the Instagram stories is that it's for people that are afraid of Snapchat. It's, it's just like really a drug to
1: real Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're still snapping away. Joy mostly snaps, but let me tell you why. Because rest in peace, my data plan. Every time I freaking open. Snapchat. Oh, is that why? <laughs> I don't have unlimited data, oh, and that's so right. I, like, if I'm on, and my battery dies like instantly when I open Snapchat. So lately, I have been, like, I finally figured out, so my, at work, they, like, really guard the Wi-Fi, because you're not supposed to have your phone on the Wi-Fi, because, like, slows down the whole network if everybody's phones are connected, but I finally figured it out, how to connect my phone to the Wi-Fi. So I've been doing a little bit more, but then my battery dies in, like, two seconds because my phone sucks. Do you use sucks. the battery saver? No, I need to do you that. You have what to I, use battery. The you know genius what you really bar, do is just get another freaking, is, like, get a, I just need to get a charger and bring it to work. Like, this is not complicated, Claire. You're oh, my gosh. Claire, I can't, I carry like five chargers with
0: me all the time
1: <laughs> yeah we need, to work, we need to work on this because I like don't snap ever and it's because my phone just like dies instantly and, you and then don't I can't carry t- and then I can't text you
0: wait yeah I know and then I feel very distant I'm like yeah. Claire and then I send you gifts that are like I miss you all yeah.
1: and then I'm like myself. in the meantime I'm over here with my phone dead just like la 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 yeah so sometimes carry, like my phone dies during the day guys I like Facebook message Joy and I'm like yeah. my phone died <laughs>
0: At least we have methods to contact each other. So many methods. Oh my gosh. So many apps. I feel like I feel unresolved right now with this episode because there's so many questions that we left hanging. So if you if you wrote us a question or emailed us a question or messages somehow with smoke signals, I promise you we will get to those questions at a future episode. I promise. I promise. I promise. I also want to say, Claire, we should do this because (laughs) I'm going to just go ahead and say we have a lot of shirts from the games. So we want to do a giveaway for a shirt, but you have to leave a review. So go on itunes don't be a Damien lurker i know you guys listen to the show that have not yet left a review on itunes that really helps the show continue it helps with our sponsors it helps with everyone finding the podcast and bumps us up in the charts and that is something that we really feel passionate about is growing the community so if you could get on itunes write us a review we're going to take all the reviews and look at them from this episode or at least just like wait, this date. But wait, is that
1: like F, up the, F over the people who've already left a review and are like, what? I'm like, no, I feel like we should do the, two giveaways. Is what, like, like one, yeah. if you've already, like for existing reviews, you will be rewarded for being yeah. a loyal non Damian yeah. Larker. Yeah. And like, that is pool number one. But then pool number two is going to be new reviews. And we're yeah, gonna from so that we're going to gonna take...
0: Yeah, we'll taste. take the new reviews. But the old reviews, we also want to make sure that they're still listening. So we'll do a Facebook post in the future for that. So just keep an eye out for that. Great, and then great. we'll have you do a comment if you've made a post. So we'll handle that. Don't worry. You'll have a chance to do uh, a shirt entry. But for this episode and the date moving forward that this episode drops on August 18th, 18th. Um, we will be... <laughs> Yeah, eighteenth. Checking those reviews and giving you a, a T-shirt, and we'll announce that on the next episode. Okay. Fantastic. So, you guys, thank we gotta you remember for. To do that because, like, yeah, we can have an alarm on your phone or something. I, I promise, I will. <laughs> I'm like staring. We've gotten, we've received a lot of really cool products in the past week, and Scott is making fun of me. He was like, "Do people just send you stuff?" I'm like, "Yeah, we're kind yeah, of popular.
1: Actually, I'm kind of a huge
0: deal." So next time you come How over, Claire I Bear, I have a lot of things to give you presents and uh i think that's it you guys remember just to, to support our sponsor you can support the podcast by supporting for athletics F O R athletics
1: go hit them up. Blow up and then when you get yourself we're on a friday and hashtag for athletics friday we're making it a thing it's we're making it a thing it's gonna be better than fetch because it's gonna happen
0: it is happening it's, it's happening. hard it's, it's happening. happening it's happening it's happening it's, it's happening, happening. <laughs> life is and happening follow us on instagram and twitter and all those fun social medias share with a friend Do you tweet
1: are you tweeting yourself? i tweet all the time yeah i don't tweet
0: yeah i okay. if it's if anything's on twitter it's from me
1: yeah it's it's not from me so. okay pretty Listeners. much at this point it's like joy is like snapchat and twitter claire is instagram and like a lot of facebook all right. Have a right we'll see you next week Bye. bye